A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, that is the live sound of legend, icon and the superstar that is Rebecca Storm, who's coming to Cork Opera House this night week with an amazing celebration. And you know what? We picked up on the phone the other day. It was just such fun to chat to her about her big 50 years in the business. I am so buzzed to be chatting to you this morning because, like, yes, we've talked a good few times over the years for various productions and concerts and things that were happening. But I am still actually, Rebecca, in awe when I look at the CV and see how much I kind of take for granted in your career and how much there is to still be reminded of. That was bloody phenomenal. And so, like, when you were putting together a show and celebrating 50 years in the business, it is such a buzz, isn't it? I've absolutely loved it, Henry. I've absolutely loved getting the memorabilia trunk open, you know, and <laughs> and, and uh, the dust flies out, and and we go, oh yeah, I did that, and I did this, and I did that, because uh, you do forget. I mean, and it is fifty years because I'm, you know, I'm the proud owner of a bus pass now, and and uh, so it seemed kind of logical to just go, hey. You know, once upon a time, we all used to fib about our ages, you know, and not 10, 15 years off, as many as you thought you could get away with. But now it's out there, 50 years on the stage. So it's been great. And it, and also it's unearthed a couple of lovely songs that I used to sing when I was kind of 17, 18, you know, like a Carole King song and a Carly Simon song. And and so we literally go through as, as much as uh, I can. You know, we go through what I did, what I've done. Because let's face it, you have done so much much work on the West End. You've travelled the world. You've sung with the most incredible bands, incredible orchestras, headlined so many shows. Gary Barlow has called you like musical theatre royalty and uh, like <laughs> calendar girls. Even that particular production, actually, must have been the best crack. I don't think we talked about that. Uh, Calendar Girls? No, I don't think we did. Mm. Uh, that was um, 1819, wasn't it? Uh, 2018, 2019, just before we all got locked down. Uh, 60 weeks I did of um, Calendar Girls, the musical, and had an absolute ball. Gary Barlow is, it's indescribable. You know that he's magnetic and he's so unbelievably talented and his voice is just magical absolutely magical so I learned a lot sort of rehearsing with him um what I did learn more than anything was that he likes very long high notes you know I think, <laughs> I think there's there's a couple of songs I did in that show and they were the longest notes we do a song in the in the concert called dare which is a fantastic mm. song you know and it's like, the last note is, is one of the longest I've ever sung myself and the girls you know so you can see us kind of you know pumping up the lungs you know to try and do these notes so I don't thank him for that but but I thank him for the experience of being in in a, a, a an astonishing musical you know he's um he's 
he's very good friends himself and Tim Firth are very good friends with Willie Russell you know so the the dialogue and the the comedy you know is very similar so I, I felt very much at home there and it's funny actually this is our second week in a row featuring a Willie Russell work because we had Norma Sheehan on last week chatting about Shirley Valentine oh. you know and we have talked before about your incredible relationship with Willie Russell and how he wanted you aged to fit into the part of Mrs. Johnston because you were too young, plainly at the time. Uh, and how amazing to come back to that after over 30 years as well, you know. So there isn't a role, I think, you know, if you look at them, if I was going to kind of list off what's here in front of me, Eva Peron and Evita, you played Fontaine and Les Mis, you played uh, Edith Piaf in e- Piaf, obviously, you were Miss Hannigan in Annie, you had uh, Chris and Calendar Girls. I mean, like, I'm not even going to go down through chess and aspects of love and cats and all the rest of it. Is there actually a role that you would have loved or that you still would love that's left? Um, I think probably Sunset Boulevard. I mean, I opened oh. the concert with um, As If We Never Said Goodbye, oh. uh, which I which I love singing now. And I suppose looking at that role, you know, it, it's a role that you can grow into. So it's a realistic sort of goal, aim. But um, it's just opening in London for my girlfriend is understudy, Lara Denning, and I have to get over and see that. So I don't know. You know, I mean, I'll write to them and I'll say, if you're ever recasting, I'm here. Um, but I think that's a role that, you know, maybe should be should be on my list of um, my bucket list, as they say, you know. Absolutely. I mean, let's face it, the career trajectory can still be on the up. <laughs> you know, there's never. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. So, absolutely. So ha- having roles ahead of you that you still have a desire to play is so exciting and so wonderful. And like, that's what you kind of actually have a chance to do with the audience in this show is. And I've seen you on stage chatting to the audience and telling them anecdotes from all of these juicy performances all over the world. And like I said, you've sung with the best, you've played with the best, you've toured with the best. So you have stories that I'm sure you can't even publish or relate, never mind the ones we get to hear on stage. Uh, But that's very true. Um, (laughs) I know it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, I I just, um, we'll we'll waltz over those. And uh, yeah, I mean, there are a couple of stories that I tell. You know, there was a a time when they moved the balcony from Ava Perron and there's two side wings where the balcony comes in. So there's stairs that you climb down when you've got this big white dress on. And they moved the stairs too soon. And I turned around, you know, and, uh, you know, look what they are calling for now. And I swashed my dress around, which was huge, um, and took a step and there was no stairs there. The, the dress, for anybody that remembers the show, was so vast. I could have parachuted down. <laughs> You know, I don't actually think I would have hurt my legs because, you know, it was, it, it would have just, I was just floated down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, the horror, the fright. I mean, like, that would take your yes. breath away and you just want to kind of draw a breath and sing and everything like that. It's the most fantastic selection of shows and musicals and not just specifically shows and musicals, like songs from the movies and everything like that. You're doing a whole uh, celebration, I know, and you have done specifically music of Barbara Streisand and Judy Garland and Julie Andrews and so many more. And I suppose a celebration like this, you get to kind of cherry pick all the the gorgeous chocolates you want to out of it. Exactly that. 
you know um having been singing for 50 years and sometimes been in shows where you you are singing the same thing for 60 weeks or more this particular sort of two months that we're doing these concerts we've literally gone i always love singing that i i do a song called woman in the moon from the barbara streisand uh, star is born and that actually changed my life when i was 16 i went to see the star is born uh, and i went about four or five times i'd never really heard of barbara streisand and this was the first time i'd seen a superstar standing on a stage performing to thousands of people and i just suddenly went oh my goodness you know it's okay to do that it's okay to do this and i learned so much in in that period and then of course i saw judy gar i started to look at all these films and i saw judy garland in a star is born and she does the man that got away and so we picked that one as well so it's across the board and i hope there's something in the show for for everybody for for young people and and for older people i hope it brings back some memories for for my older audience that have grown up with me frankly you know because i've been here since 1985 and you know i think we've uh, we've all grown together isn't it lovely though to look back and say oh that song changed my life or to look at a role like mrs johnston in blood brothers initially when you were really too young to play it and that role in terms of musical theatre, casting and everything like that would have changed your life. And I'm sure there have been so many of those kind of moments in your career where you've maybe not realised it at the time, but in retrospect, it's easier to look back and say, actually, that was something that, that changed me. Oh, 100%. Uh, the, the day that I saw the ad, Mrs. Johnston, in the stage and television newspaper it used to be, I'm not sure it's still out around these days, but um, I'd never done an audition like that at all. You know, I was just, I was a singer in the kind of social clubs of Yorkshire and uh, cabaret things, and I'd been supporting comedians like Bob Monkhouse, etc., etc. And the idea of going into a big musical, well, I didn't know it was a big musical. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know the part of Mrs. J. So I queued up with all the other girls in Manchester that time. Um, oh, very miserable February morning. And it turned out to be a very, very happy February morning for me because for some reason, you know, I think my voice was was a sort of folky style voice and Willie Russell liked it. And David Pugh, who subsequently was producer of uh, Calendar Girls this time round. So we've been working together for uh, 40 years. They had the, the confidence to give me the chance, really, you know, and the cast of the show were Peter Capaldi and, uh, and the McGann brothers. And I learned so much just watching these phenomenal actors, you know, and as I always say, I got away with it, you know, for the first few, sort of few nights of going on that stage and being Mrs. Johnston. I, I genuinely feel I just literally got away with it. But then I learned and learned. And, and this last year was my 39th year of playing her. So being offered a part that you can your, your life, you can literally grow through it. I think I was 23, 24 to what I am now is... Um, not that many people get that opportunity, Amory. You know, it's and and I'm so incredibly grateful for it. You know, and and Willie was just fantastic. You know, we well we do the song that uh, he wrote for me for the theme song from the television series Connie, which I did on Top of the Pops. You know, so Willie Russell is a is a big part of of my career, literally. You know, that magic that he heard in you is why audiences have continued to love you and flock to your shows, whether you're singing solo concerts or headlining the cast. In 
in various musical theatre performances and shows. And Rebecca, I'm just so delighted to always have the chance to chat to you. And really, I'm looking forward to seeing now what you're going to do next. But in the meantime, this concert is in the Cork Opera House on the 24th of September. So that's just next week. And then you're off to the Helix in December, which is really super exciting. Thank you so much. Thanks. It's lovely chatting with you again. Really is. Thanks for having me on the programme. I look forward to being back in the Cork Opera House. It's got so many memories for me. I can't wait to stand on that stage again. My garter is white. Well, because everything that passes above it, honey, goes to heaven. Oh, I'm no one's word. Oh, boy, I love my life. Oh, live recording and she works the crowd oh my god can you imagine the songbook she's going to be able to celebrate uh, on stage with the band next week it'll be something else that's Rebecca Storm in Cork Opera House and uh, that's a stage she knows very well besides all the shows she was actually telling me after we finished recording she's of course done panto a few times in Cork as well for a fair play to her like she's game for anything and she's such fun on stage and she has a great band and she can sing anything so uh, check out the Cork Opera House website for that in fact I do have one little tiny anecdote from her about something that happened during Blood Brothers in Cork that I might be able to squeeze in as we go through the show, maybe a little bit later on. We're on our way towards half eight. Here's Green Shine, Mary Green and No Shine with a track from Unspoken Lines called Half Eight. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.